This is the 4-H Scoop, a podcast of the Jackson County 4-H Club. I'm Caleb Rudisil. And I'm Charlotte Osterley. And today, we're going to be talking about college selection. To start us off, Caleb is going to tell us about the seven steps to choosing a college. Thank you, Charlotte. Um, so we're going to go through the seven factors choosing a college. The first one is going to be geographic location. So location is a very significant factor when selecting a college uh, because of a few few reasons. So uh, first we have in-state tuition. Um, the cost of college can vary from in-state to out-of-state. Uh, it's going to be cheaper in-state and pricier out-of-state. Um, also, if you're, tra- if you're at a college that's pretty far away, it's going to cost more to travel to and from there. So you're going to want to visit your family during maybe some extended weekends, breaks, uh, when you have time off, and this can get very expensive if you're having to travel all the way across the country just to visit your family. Um, the, also, there are small town versus large city uh, differences. So in a small town college, you're usually gonna it's gonna come with uh, stronger relationships with your peers and teachers, while in large cities, you're gonna have more social and cultural activities, along with uh, more possible internships with major companies because that larger uh, college in the city has more access, more availability to develop those um, internships and have those relationships. Um, the next th- factor would be academic majors available. So if you've decided what you want to major in in college and uh, you know, then the school with your desired major would be a very beneficial uh, factor because you can't major in something if it doesn't have it. So you're going to want to look at that. And um, if you're undecided, you want to be looking for a school with a very wide variety of majors because you're not so sure what you want to do. But if you're going to that college and they have a very wide selection, you have a ton of options to pick from once you end up deciding what you feel like you want to do with your life. Now, it's important to remember that picking a major is not the most important step of picking a college because very often people change their majors halfway through college. So if the only factor that is drawing you towards a particular college is the fact that they have your major, that might not be the right college for you. Right. And so that's where the wide variety could kind of help if you pick one so you could change it. Um, Another thing, now if you are focusing on this um, uh, major thing, then you want to look at like the, what the focus of the school is. So if let's take Georgia Tech for example, Georgia Tech is a uh, very engineering focused school, and so you want to be if you're thinking about engineering, you want to like maybe look more into the Georgia Tech college because it's it's what they're best at. They have high high class facilities for engineering, lots of resources that can really help you there. All right, the third factor we're going to look at is academic quality. So how credited is the college um, and how accredited they are in specific fields of study. So you're just looking at like the name recognition. How do people see this college in high standings? Does it have a very good reputation? That kind of thing. So what, what kind of awards have they received? There's tons of websites and things you can look at to uh, that rank colleges based on uh, specific awards, recognitions, that kind of uh, class. So when you're applying for colleges, and you're trying to figure out which one you want to choose, go through some of those rankings. See what they're awarded and benefited as. All right, another one you're going to have, uh, another factor is going to be school size. So with smaller schools, you're going to have fewer programs, more specialized degrees, possible self-designed majors, 
hands-on learning, and smaller class sizes. So there's a couple of uh, pros and cons to smaller schools, but um, that's going to be usually more focused. You're going to have better relationships or closer relationships because there's not as large, not as many people in the college. Now for uh, bigger schools, you're going to have more diverse coursework, activities, and professional resources. Uh, well-stocked libraries, state-of-the-art research for facilities, and nationally recognized sports teams. So if you're going to a bigger college, you're going to have um, a lot more resources because usually they have a lot more money, they're uh, more heavily funded, um, and that's just going to help increase their uh, resources and that stuff. So um, number five, point number five is the overall cost. So we talked a little bit about um, tuition. Uh, in-state versus out-of-state. If you're in-state, you're going to have lower tuition. Um, and then if you're looking at a private college versus a public college, usually a private college is going to cost a little bit more. Um, and some of these factors that tie into this cost are going to be room and board, you're going to have transportation, books and supplies, and student fees. So there's a lot of uh, things you're going to have to think about paying for when selecting your college. Number six, we have campus environment. So these are just kind of the things around campus. So your sports, like uh, your school sports, uh, like the, the football team, uh, and also like intramural sports. So like do they have a lot of intramural sports programs that you could participate in? This is where a lot of people I've uh, talked to, they, they meet some great friends. It's a great place to hang out and just um, have some fun doing something not school. Uh, there's also Greek life, so like sororities and frater fraternities. Um, the art, vibrant art scene, some colleges uh, really f have a uh, very cultural uh, significance to them. Uh, and ac academics, like maybe they're more heavily academic focused, a lot of studying, a lot of time being spent in libraries, and that kind of stuff. Alright, finally we have number seven. So this is the resources and support systems of your college. So a lot of colleges offer um, just things that will help stu help students trans uh, make this transition from high school to college and out into the real world where they're going to be by themselves. So um, there's things like spiritual life, medical conditions, special learning requirements, counseling services and health and wellness, writing assistance and tutoring, internships, network with potential employers, and uh, create resumes. So. Uh, for, for various things, if you've got specific medical conditions, maybe you want to look at, is this college going to help support me here? Are they going to have resources available for me? Um, maybe you have, want to make sure they've got a lot of, maybe you're into lifting, you like to stay healthy, into exercising. How is this college going to fit that, fit my uh, fitness goals and maintaining my health? Um, internships, uh, co-ops, that kind of stuff. It's very important because a lot of when you're applying for jobs, you want to look at uh, the employers. Or employers are looking for empl uh, employees that have experience in the field, um, and they didn't just come straight out of college and just come from the books. Like they want hands-on, more that you've been in the work field, and maybe they can help you create re resumes for that work in the future. And so uh, now I think Charlotte and I are going to talk about like what we specifically look for. Um, what our main points are when looking for college. So, Charlotte, you want to go ahead with that? Sure. Um, so, when it comes to my college application process, I have spent a lot of time researching different majors available at different schools. 
I want to major in criminal justice uh, with a spe specialization in forensic psychology. Now, this major is not very common in Georgia, and so it's been very important for me to be able to find colleges that have my major as even an option. So that has been a very deciding factor for me. And the other option, or the other factor is um, where it is in the state of Georgia. I do not want to leave the state of Georgia, and I have quite a few younger siblings, so I want to stay within a good distance of my home. That way I can come home for weekends and holidays and still spend time with my younger siblings. How about you, Caleb? So, um, one of the things I look at that's uh, pretty important is, is how competitive or accredited is the college. Uh, I want to try to get into a very competitive college um, because I'm not so, I don't know exactly what I want to do yet, like for major-wise. I'm thinking maybe something engineering, and usually that's pretty pretty common with uh, colleges that have that degree, but go for some more specialized ones, like, um, and that. And another thing would be cost. Um, so I'm thinking definitely in-state, like you said, or possibly military academy because they will pay you to go there, and everything's paid for when you go there. So those would both be more cost-effective uh, options. Um, and maybe the, in the environment. So I visited a couple of colleges, uh, and just one of the things that you can really pick up, pick up on when you actually go there is just the vibe, you know? Like, what, what, do you, what kind of feeling are you getting when you're here? Is it... Is it like what do you like the feeling? Is it a looks like it's gonna be a hard time here? Is it gonna be fun? Is it gonna be just just how you're how you're gravitating towards that college? And that's what I think is pretty important. And now I think Charlotte's gonna talk about so we've talked about college selection and now we're gonna go into the admissions process. So the admissions process for colleges is kind of difficult to understand, but once you know what you're doing, it becomes much, much easier. So to start, there are a couple websites um, that are very, very helpful in the college admission process. One of those websites is the Georgia Futures, and I think you are required to have a Georgia Futures account in order to apply to, in order to, apply to many colleges. And then the other one is, um, it's called Common App, and that is where many of the applications for colleges throughout the state of Georgia are located. So on the Common App you can apply to several different colleges and keep all of your applications and all of your information in one place. So that is very, very helpful. Now one thing that is very important when it comes to college admissions is your grades. Now I know grades aren't the most fun thing on the, in the planet and a lot of people don't like talking about their grades, but when it comes to college admissions these are very, very important. Most colleges will have a minimum GPA or even an average GPA of their students. And it's important to know how that GPA compares to your own. That way you know kind of what other people are going to be there and how you're going to kind of fit into that group. So knowing your own GPA and knowing, hey, this college has a very, very high um, average GPA if my GPA is much lower, maybe this college isn't the best fit. Another very important factor is test scores. While many colleges are doing away with required test scores, there are still quite a few colleges that require them. It's important to take both the SAT and ACT before you start your college application process. Both 
tests can be taken multiple times and you can use your highest score to apply to colleges. These scores can help you stand out from your peers and they can help you get into many prestigious colleges that require very um, difficult admissions. Another aspect that a lot of colleges look for is a personal essay. While they're not always required, the colleges that do require them typically have questions that follow along the lines of why did you choose this college? Or tell me, tell the admissions board something interesting about yourself. Now many people will go, okay, it's an essay, and they'll just write kind of one general essay and they'll submit it to all of their colleges. This isn't the best idea because then your essay is just kind of another run-of-the-mill essay that they're going to read probably 20,000 or more of those essays during the application process and yours isn't going to stand out. So what you want to do with a personal essay is you want to make sure that yours is unique and that it's well thought out, but that it's not boring to read. You want um, the admissions board to read your essay and to remember you and to remember, hey, this is a person who is creative and told a funny story or has this very particular experience. Another thing to look at in the admissions process is the scholarships that are available and the honors, pro honors college. Many colleges will have scholarship opportunities and honors colleges that are part of the application. It's important to decide whether or not you want to apply to these um, opportunities before you start your application. I know I didn't for the first couple of colleges because I didn't know that they existed. And so for most of them I got there and I was like, hey, yeah, I'll apply for this one. And then it had a lot of requirements and essays and you have to list your extracurricular activities and it takes a lot of time. So it's good to have those things kind of mapped out and saved somewhere on your computer before you start the applications process. And speaking of extracurriculars, those are something that most colleges look for when it comes to applicants. Colleges don't want somebody who has spent their entire high school years only doing schoolwork because then they don't gain any diversity from having you at their school. Colleges look for people who have done many different activities and leadership roles throughout their high school years. And having different extracurricular activities looks very good on a college application. The final aspect that needs to be considered when it comes to applications is letters of recommendation. Many colleges re will require you to submit letters of recommendation from a job or a boss or even a teacher from your school. It's important to have these prepared before your application process that way you're not scrambling halfway through your application trying to find somebody who will write a recommendation letter for you and if you do that and it's fast then it's probably not going to be well written. So it's important to before you start applying to colleges ask a couple of your bosses or adults that you trust to write you a letter of recommendation and then just have those saved somewhere that you can find them easily. That way when you need one, you can just pull out whichever one fits best and you can submit it to the college application page. I think that's about it when it comes to applications. What do you think? I think that was excellent. Um, just a couple of sources we got our information from. Uh, I got mine from bestcolleges.com, uh, College Board, and College Search. Also, uh, kind of got... I uh, went on a couple tours at UGA, Georgia Tech, and Clemson, to, and I learned a lot on those tours. So I really do recommend college tours and visits because you get to, they give you a lot of more information 
uh, more too specific to that college. And I got most of my information actually from experience. I am a senior this year and I have spent the last two or three months applying to several colleges. And what I spoke of are things that I wish I had known before I went into the application process. Things that I didn't do or things that I had no clue even existed. Thank you for listening. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Caleb. And this has been the 4-H Scoop. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.